before we begin, <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> I'm muting myself. Before we begin this week's episode, a great loss has again struck the Kill James Bond podcast universe. Um, this is someone who, you know, was, was a mentor to all of us uh, coming up. Um, a lover. A lover. A friend. A friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and pursued by many for his his countless war crimes, not least in Cambodia, um, but really across the globe. Um, I'm, I'm referring, of course, here to Geronimo the Alpaca. Still dead. <laughs> still, still in our hearts. Underground. Um, yeah, it was, it's the reverse double fake-out. Henry Kissinger is dead. Enjoy the episode. Yeah! Woo! We got him! <laughs> Okay. Kill Henry Kissinger. Yeah. Henry. All right. Welcome back to Kill Henry Kissinger. <laughs> Thank you to Nicki Minaj for doing that. Thank you. Thank All you right. so I, I, much, I think, Nicki. I think I think we're good. I think that's a cold open. We can cut that into something. I don't know. Cool. Uh, all right. Fine. I'm, I'm doing the thing. Doing the thing. I'm sorry, Jasmine. I'd be glad to cut off one of my arms. Hello and welcome to another episode of Kill James Bond. I am Alice Gordor Kelly. I'm joined, as always, by my friends Abigail Thorne and Devon. Hey! How you doing? And we have a guest. We have Josh Borman from the Worst of All Possible Worlds joining us. Josh, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. It's exciting. I'm up at eight in the morning to do some podcasting, and I'm mm. so excited. See, so, so you have happen. like morning recording energy. We have like an afternoon recording energy. It's you know. Real, real transatlantic hours. Absolutely. Well, and I've, I've consumed, I think, hopefully enough coffee that I'm awake and alert. Uh, we'll find out, but you know, I think, I think we're doing pretty yeah. good so far. And uh, we've made you watch... We've tortured you a little yeah, bit here. We've tortured you by making you watch a film called Agent 3S3 Passport to Hell. It yeah. does not live up to the title. This is an aggressively mediocre film. Why, why would you need a passport instead of... Like, are you leaving hell? Are you... Like, what's the sort of transit itinerary? They don't let you in if you don't have one. Yeah, hell, hell's border control measures. Sh well, surely you would want, like, a ticket to hell rather than a passport, right? Like, I realize this is kind of a fine distinction to make, but... Who is who is issuing the passport? Who has visa-free travel agreements with hell, you know? Well, hell is in, actually in the Schengen zone, yeah. <laughs> See, Goku has visa-free passports <laughs> yes, to Goku hell does. all I, the time. I hate when I'm trying to get into hell and the E-gates don't work, because my right. face has changed. So I've like, like penis sake. detected at mm. hell passport control. I'm just like, for <laughs> fuck's sake. Um, so... Agent 3S3, we're in the dregs. We're really in the dregs here. This is- I'm struggling. This is another um, German movie. I have some stances about Germany that I've ginned up from this. First of all, they shouldn't be allowed to make movies I anymore. I expected better from Germany. We've had this is the second German one in a row. It's, Italian. it's not German. They just they distributed these in every different country and they gave them a different title. It, the what? one that we watched was an English dub of the German release, which is called Agent 3S3 Kent Kein Umarmen. No, not Kent Kein in passport to hell? He can't he, he kind our barman. He knows no mercy. He knows, he knows no, no, no mercy. Oh, that's probably uh, why he's going to hell. Yeah, but oh, it's Spanish-Italian in terms of the production of it. 
Which, if you thought that what? like either Spaniards or Italians are good at making movies, this movie will disabuse you of hey, that idea. Hey, hey, Italians are good at making movies. I was a Django, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we just watched a really good Italian movie, but... They make you know, it to movies. I'm having a when prophecy fails thing here. I still think Germans shouldn't be allowed to make movies, <laughs> even though I've been disproven. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, maybe. Uh, but so, we begin... <laughs> With some footage of me going to Tesco Express at 6am for hot Doritos, we have a beautiful woman sort of running running down the side of the road in her nightgown, making maybe the most pornographic noises. I did notice that. Yeah, this was such, from- a, such a strong, strong opening. Not image exactly, but the image it was painting in your mind, audio-wise, mm. was very different from what yeah, we were I, actually it, seeing on screen. It's very clear that like, the actress who dubbed this... Whether she's the actress on screen or not, I don't know. Had, I think, mostly worked in films of a less family nature, let's say. Is because that true, this... or is it just that's what women sound like when we're out of breath? I mean, I, I don't know, I'll have to do some experiments and get some women out of breath and try and find <laughs> out, but all of the ways I can think of, of doing that are kind of confounding variables. Anyway, this beautiful woman- <laughs> I fucking say. <laughs> this beautiful woman, she's like running and she's like fleeing in terror in the night. And I'm like, oh, this is this is potentially like a compelling start to the thing. This is maybe interesting. And they're not doing a 009 scene, Of course right? we're doing a 009. I'm a fool. This I'm is a fool Earth's in first shoots. female 009. It's yeah, they've let a woman's 009. <laughs> this yeah. is feminist Because of woke. Because of woke, she gets to be the spy who is just like instantly domed off in the first scene, um, mm-hmm. as we like to call it, the 009. <laughs> she, she like a dude comes to her rescue, and she's like, "Oh, thank you. Some men broke into my house, uh, and you know they're probably chasing me." And he just kills her and retrieves a microfilm mm. from from her body. You never see a microfilm these days, and you go, "What are you talking huh? about? We've seen a million films where the thing is a microfilm." Nowadays, I guess, microfilms have fallen off. Yeah, yeah, I think microfilms have fallen off a bit. They've fallen Um, off in favor of the USB drive, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now we just text it on WhatsApp. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I liked the sort of middle ground when it was like a mini-disc, you know? Like, sort of Mission Impossible 1 sort of era, when everybody (laughs) was killing everybody for like a floppy drive around. Yeah, no, like a fucking... PSP, UMD, yeah, little fucking yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm storing all my like secret data on the PSP, UMD. I store uh, it all on a laser disc so nobody can run away with it. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just like a vi- a vinyl record full of secret documents. <laughs> so, if you but, see yeah. somebody dressed as a clown, if 009 dressed as a clown tries to sneak out of your building with a laser disc, you're gonna spot him. <laughs> it's true. So he picks up this this microfilm. And you're like, oh man, this microfilm's going to be important. That's that's what they in the business call a MacGuffin, right? Does it's it, that everything's going to come gonna... back. Actually, does no. it ever? No, no, no they forget no, literally this never again. As soon as it's off the screen, it's almost like the 009 scene is some kind of like ritual that we're just engaging in. We don't really know why we're doing it. It doesn't really affect anything. You sort of break the bottle of champagne over the 009 <laughs> at the start of the movie to ensure a sort of a, b- safe a bountiful career. bond. You gotta <laughs> kill a spy and take his fucking microfilm in order for the film to be good. Yeah. yeah. This this trench coat lady, because that's that's the mm. only thing that she's wearing in this scene is a mm. trench coat, right? right? It's it's heavily implied that there's nothing underneath. She she, sure. she doesn't serve any purpose to the plot either, I don't think, right? Unless I missed something. She's she's the inciting incident. We find right. out who she is. But so oh, okay. take the microfilm and we get into some 
very cheap but surprisingly not bad titles and an actual yeah. song yeah. for the first time. Yeah. Swinging. Yeah, banger remedially. Sort of. <laughs> remedial <laughs> we, banger. It's a shifting average, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you grade on a curve. It's like mm. a, a an attempt at an early storyboard for a James Bond opening sequence, right? Like, it lacks mm. any of the motion. It lacks any of the a angles or mm. real camera work. It's just like, oh, yeah, this is a this is a first draft. Well, this it's like well, hand it's, drawn. It's 65, they'd only seen, like, three official Bond right? openings. Mm. So I guess they hadn't cemented the form enough. And I think they were working on a title's budget of, like, $5. So, oh, yeah, this is know. dead cheap. Everything about this movie is dead cheap. Um, but so the the titles end, and we play some hard sort of, cut. Yeah, from yeah. the theme music. Hard, hard cut. Lots of hard cuts in this. No one knows how to do fades. Mm -hmm. No one even knows how to do wipes. Only cuts. And we hard cut to um, the placard of a Soviet embassy in the U.S. and some sort of like alarmingly cool background music that never occurs, causing me to write maybe the least comprehensible note to anyone else I've ever written in this notebook, which is. Simply play that funky Soviet embassy music, white boy. Honestly, though, right? <laughs> yeah, kind of. My, yeah, my favorite genre is Soviet embassy wave. <laughs> um, so this, this, it's interesting because we get two M scenes in a row. So uh, M, yeah. M is turning up to the Soviet agency, Major Taylor, he's just M. Um, my notes say he has a cool burgundy suit and he meets the Soviet ambassador, they're old friends. Um, there's something hilarious happens where the Soviet embassy, uh, Soviet ambassador offers him a whiskey and he pours him like half a pint glass of whiskey and M just <laughs> necks it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's cool. So, the other thing is he talks like this the whole time. Excuse the ingenuousness of my question. Please ex exercise forbearance with my perspicacity. Both of them talk like this. <laughs> mm. And because I didn't realize this was M at first, I was like, is this chubby guy with the mustache our James Bond? I was so Oh, God, God, I wish. He talks like Zap Brannigan, mm -hmm. but with a, like a thesaurus. Mm. It's, it's really good. I would have watched the movie if he was Agent 3S3. No. Um, but no, he, he talks to agents, uh, he talks to Soviet M. And Soviet M is like, listen, we know that your your trench coat woman has been killed. Her name, by the way, is, and this is like if I was trying to make up a name for like an attractive Dutch woman, Elise Van Sloot. Oh, yeah, baby. Come on. Really? That's her name, Elise Van Sloot. Um, and fucking drag artist name. Come on. <laughs> so Elise Van Sloot has been killed. And she was CIA. Yeah, she was CIA, uh, and the, the KGB the guy is very intelligence agency. <laughs> keen to say, this wasn't us. This was a shadowy organization known as the organization. Spectre. It's Spectre. Yeah, Spectre did it. And therefore, you, you gotta go get him, and we promise that, you know, we'll help. The Soviets do not help at all. They never show up again. I was slightly taken aback at, like, how close they were. I mean, you, you, you mentioned this, but, like, they were just buds. They were just hanging out. American, American and Soviet in 1964, and it's chill. Yeah. Necking half pints of whiskey together sure. in the U.S. Embassy in, in D.C., I guess. Um, yeah. So, so we we also learn that Spectre is being run by a guy uh, whose name is Mister A, right? Yes, um, yes, we? like Blofeld. Um, you know, also a good song by the Hoosiers. Um, and mm. the Soviets have a photo of his daughter Jasmine in Vienna. So next <laughs> the location, six Vienna. by nine glossy of this beautiful woman who is inevitably related to him. Oh, in uh, fact, no, it's a, not a six by nine glossy of a beautiful woman. It's a it's a six by nine glossy of a child. Of a child, and this becomes yeah. Important oh, yeah, later. right. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I, this is very important. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot this bit in the next scene. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, so having so since Soviet M has now explained to us 
what's the deal with this movie to M. M now has to explain to Bond what the deal is with this movie so we get our right. second mm. briefing scene. Yeah, he, we have to get we have to go meet Bond and uh, uh, I forget that like Karate was, I guess, the coolest thing in the world yeah. in 1965. Because this is like the third movie we've seen where they introduce their Bond mm. doing karate, doing like the worst karate you've ever seen. Hey, can you break uh, a board with your bare hands? I don't think so. That's that's what Agent 3S3 is here for. I mean, that was in the last one with a like okay. a Secret Agent Fireball was the like motivational like uh, karate board yeah, thing. Yeah, what Wyatt Lennon, yeah. What were they <laughs> cooking with the karate shit in the sixties? I don't know. They loved that shit. They were all about it. Yeah, but so so we we realized that M is like a false bond. You know, it's like a false bond contains now. contains a seed of the true bond. Um, and this was like an M on M meeting in the Soviet embassy. And so he hands Bond this photo of this child, right? And he goes, Alright, this is the like um the daughter we think of Mr. A. And you gotta you gotta do what I, you You can make love to her, blackmail her, torture her, even marry her if you want to. Which is Interesting. Again, not great. No, yeah. no. spy cop shit. We and, woo. And Bond, and Bond says, Bond, "This is a oh, photo I, of I a child." I have the lie. He says, "But isn't she pretty young?" That snapshot was taken years ago. Right now, she must be nineteen or twenty. <laughs> still not quite old enough. But no. His response to this is, "Now you're beginning to arouse my interest." And yes. my notes just say yes. all caps nonce. My yes. notes also say all caps nonce. Yes. Yeah, me too. <laughs> At this point, he's also presented with a special bullet. Um, and yes. This is presumably going to pay off later on. This is this is your one gadget. It's, a, it's a one bullet, bullet engraved a with the letter A for Mister A. You can decide whether or not to kill him. We don't really give a shit. If not, and this is I'm barely exaggerating. You could like use it as a keychain or something. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you can shoot him with it, or it's a good luck charm. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, just just whatever. Here's here's your one bullet. They didn't give him a gun, so he's probably gonna have to throw that at him really hard. But anyway, yeah. giving your secret agent exactly one bullet on a mission is the kind of shit that like. You, you, they think goes really hard, but you get made fun of it on in the forums. Mm-hmm. Like people talking about it in War Thunder, just like, this guy's insane. <laughs> He's got one bullet. One yeah, bullet. All they f- could afford. <laughs> also, there's there's two M's. It's the fucking thing from uh, Barry, right? With the, the the bullet where he gives him the bullet. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I'm so sorry. I haven't seen oh, Barry. Okay, cut it. Never mind. Fuck it. It's quite similar to so the man with the golden gun, though, because yeah. he gets given a bullet. There's two M's, right? And one of them has a moustache. He's the one who was like necking half pints in the Soviet embassy, and one of them doesn't. And they switch between them in the briefing. And for a second, I thought M had like necked the half pint of whiskey, shaved his moustache, <laughs> and then gone to find Bond. And every line that this second M says sounds like an MF Doom sample. I can't. God once you notice this, it, it you can't stop. I noticed this with Rambo, and now any older American actor saying a line about like how hard someone is. Sounds like a doom sample. So he just says, has been directly or indirectly responsible for a series of atrocious crimes and has become a most dangerous menace to the security of half the world. <laughs> yeah, as you said. First Malone owns a mobile home. Like, just good stuff. <laughs> you can hear, I, I'm hearing the D&B beats in my mind right yeah, now, right? This is like a fabric live drop. Has been directly or indirectly responsible for a series of atrocious crimes and has become a most dangerous menace to the security of half the world. <laughs> so, so you gotta, you gotta go find this woman. She's in uh, Vienna. St- Vienna. Next location is Vienna. This is, this is another thing, right? 
after the last mm-hmm. movie we saw, what kind of secret, depraved Viennese agreement was there to use <laughs> that city as like a hub of cheap spy movie filmmaking? I don't know. It's romantic. It's pretty. It's yeah, but like the Viennese city hall was like funding shitty movies. They were. This goes all the way to the top. You know, maybe Roger a- Moore was fucking the mayor of Vienna. I don't know. Like he was fucking <laughs> Diane Feinstein. <laughs> Yeah, fl- fucking like a sort of elderly, like Austrian social democrat. So we cut then to Legs. a beautiful, wo- a beautiful woman in a bikini, and this is impressive actually because the single least flattering pan over a beautiful woman in a bikini I've ever seen. It looks like it was taken with the front-facing camera. You've never seen me sh- by the poolside then. <laughs> Oh, Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. She she still pulls it off somehow. It, all, she's, all, she, she's yeah, but it's a, it's a weird angle. So like you can see like her neck rolls right. and everything. It's like really like that was the take yeah. that they used, you know. But these these women are props, two of them. And uh, a yes. guy walks over to them. He's called the professor. Um, he's holding two cold drinks and he like puts them on the girls' sunbathing to kind of like shock them. He flirts with them, um, and then he goes to his yacht because it's time to Outfit, do villain by shit. By the way, yeah, goes cravat. crazy. Cravat, sunglasses, and sweater. It's like he looks like a sort of kind of like Chad Mister Rogers. It's wild. We've, <laughs> we've had an evil yacht. We've had like an evil spy group on a yacht before here, and every time it has cunt. It's, well, this is the thing because it in looks this like movie, such a fun like work environment. Yeah, as well. genuinely, they try and make him look evil by giving him a racially diverse crew. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is just like check this shit out. He's got he's got an Asian woman. He's got a black guy. He's got like a guy who speaks sign language. I guess. Mm. Um, you know, uh, aren't yeah. you afraid yet? Isn't this sinister? Like, I don't know. It seems pretty Something nice, I do actually. really like about this movie is we actually spend a lot of time with the henchmen getting to know them. We get I to know some guys. of these henchmen way better than we do through S3. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, so but he, the- he briefs them and he's like, yo, 3S3 is on his way to Vienna. We know he must know something about Spectre. G- g- go fucking get him. <laughs> Yeah, the, but what he says is because the drop has this recurring problem, as you heard at the start, right? Where everything has the strangest diction, and so the professor he picks two of his guys, who is a guy who more probably should be called the professor. He looks quite professor, yeah, much more, yeah. And, I, I, and and Terminator X, the guy who speaks with his hands, and he and he goes, "This is a job that will be taken care of by you." Thanks. Very much. He says that we got our, we got our orders from Mr. A. So uh, go to Vienna. Fuck this. Fuck this boy up. Um, so we go, <laughs> go to, to Vienna and fuck this boy. So, yeah. we, so we go. Uh, we go to Vienna and we meet Jasmine, who is all grown up. Um, she is uh, impetuous and independent. She is. She's leaving her like you know palatial house to go and get on a bike with a guy who I suspect is meant to convey tough oh my god actually yes. just hits yes. you with like yes. Tom of Finland my, my note here is just in all caps leather biker boyfriend we love <laughs> I, I just yeah 
this this reached reached right down and touched my very heart. She's she's extremely Tory coded. Um, she has like mm-hmm. really really hot Tory. Yeah, she does have hot Tory vibes. I'm afraid she mm-hmm. has a very cute red Mercedes. She like smokes mm-hmm. a cigarette as she's driving along. Um, she's got like she doesn't know her boyfriend is gay. No, she I doesn't mean... know that. Um, she has a cape and like like a like a like a Holland Cooper cape and like one of those like stupid Tory hats that only insane posh women can wear. Um, she mm-hmm. looks like she's gonna like strangle pheasants or something. It's it's insanely yeah, it's hot. Um, and so. Her gay boyfriend takes her to a beer keller, right? Where some uh, Not- first of all, first of all, Agent Three S Three is there, right? He is he's nonsense, but also so are all of all of his boys, who are also all dressed like Tom of Finland bikers. Yes, yes. and they are doing the most intimate homosexual things. Mm. You can, there's like 40 things that are gayer than having sex with another man, if you're a man. And they're doing about 30 of them. The, the thing that was so exciting about this scene for me was that when we did the stream, I think it was last week, um, we, saw it, we, yeah. we saw this particular scene. For me, this was the moment where I was like, oh, I need to, I need to see what is going on with this movie. Because mm. you have these two guys who are arm wrestling Yes. But they are arm wrestling with a full pint glass between the two of them. They are both holding said glass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're trying to like g- drink from the glass while the other one like restrains them by the glass. It's so perfectly dangerous. It's like bank account chicken. It's like- yeah. And then and then they they actually end up breaking the glass and like it cuts one of their hands. And there's something yeah. very like primal and uh it's dominant so about intimate. this yeah it's so so intimate like gazing Odd. deeply into your like yeah. beer wrestling partner's eyes well, and like he bleeds and then what mm-hmm. then what like do you drink that shit like what happens then yeah, man I, like i mean hopefully i feel like you can't it's be rude not to at that yeah, point right <laughs> yeah right like you're that far you offer you someone should... a drink they're supposed to drink that's how yeah. this works <laughs> yeah three or three is there in his suit and tie yeah and Nonsense. he is confronted by uh, you know, uh, Tom of Finland, mm-hmm. who first of all, very deliberately and quite faily, like, flips his tie out of his jacket, mm. which is, y- yeah, sort of, but he, Agent 303 tries to put, the, like, the moves on Jasmine, right. gets yeah. confronted by this guy, and what 303 does is he, like, perfectly, languidly, like, lovingly pours an entire pint of beer over this guy's he head and the guy does. looks up like I, I I have seen less gay things like involving actual gay sex. It is wonderful. So these two men are just gazing into each other's eyes, right? Like yes. eye contact perfectly locked one on the other. The 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 the, the, the beer is is cascading down over the man's dripping down over his cheeks while 3S3 stares him in the eye asserting his dominance over him in this profoundly masculine way while simultaneously it's so good dude it's so good I love it I love it I mean, th- they fight, and again, it's like this whole yeah. time. I'm like, y- you contrive elaborate rituals to touch other men. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, the worst song in the world is playing underneath. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that's my next note. Is this this fight scene was scored by the guys who did Surfing Bird? Right. Yeah, it's yeah. the unlicensed oh Yugoslavian yeah, copy of Surfing Bird. So, because just in the background, there's a guy going. You're like, okay, this part's a dive. Very unusual. Yeah. 
Just, just hanging out with your boys in like 1960s Vienna. You've got them all like leathered up, and yeah. you're gonna go so and many be bandages on my hand. <laughs> you're like staring each other in the eyes. You're holding hands in the background. It's just like everyone's like. I love this bar, man. This is such, this is our spot. It's yeah. also a big piece of it too. Is that this is not just like this is this this music is um actually. I'm gonna make Tom cut in a bit of this. Actually, I'll provide it. <laughs> this music is happening in the world of the movie. Yes, it is time to the jukebox. Yes, completely. <laughs> which, and the thing is, he's going to the jukebox to do this, yes. which means that someone has selected this. It's not on a radio. Someone has pushed a combination of buttons to be like, oh, fuck yeah, that's my favorite song. The one that goes, it's breaking out. Shit, throw on the Trashman's greatest hits, boys. It's a fucking fight. And then he wins the fight. There's more things here. Um, First of all, this guy can't fucking fight. No. Just simply can't do it. What a shame. Oh, well. We'll get to that later on. That's yeah. Again, I, really I, I have not seen any of my fight scenes in Redacted yet. I am not going to comment. I, I was told the other night that they look great. Oh. I feel like you did more than one take of it, though. Like, that's yeah. got to be. That's true. Yeah. So, so he impresses Jasmine and then he negs her like a total yeah. by dancing with her hotter friend. Oh, it's, and the it's, line, it's so line cool. is incredible. All right. You win. You can dance with our girls if you want, yeah. including yours. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, I care. Wasn't, we'll wasn't even that interested in her. She, he was like mostly there to like beer wrestle, man. I'm so also, then, like, I'm fascinated by the internal lore implications of this too, in terms of the rules of this bar, right? I'm so obsessed mm. with this bar. <laughs> this yeah, so we're just gonna, the, the bar has like dynamited the rest of the episode. <laughs> the rules start of this bar. Yeah, yeah, genuinely. The rules of this bar seem to be that, yeah, if you're a newcomer, you can show up, you can hang out, you're not allowed to put a song in the jukebox, which we saw in when the, he tried yeah. to in three S three. You're not to allowed put to dance. In. You're not allowed to dance with any of the women. Everyone's ignoring until, until you go in there and you clean a guy's clock. Once you have mm. done that, mm. then clock, and only clock, then CL. will you be accepted. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if it's if it's your first night at this beer Kelly, you right. have to find. <laughs> if it's your first night, you are bottoming. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you can go to one of the like more chill kind of like uh, munch things prior to and then get an invite, but like, you know, membership, you get there, you have to. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't let single women into the bar, but like, no, no, no. <laughs> Why are the girls even there? <laughs> Just, I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe they're like, I, f- I feel safer here because no one's hitting on me. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, mean, so, I mean, that was the, uh, yeah. So, so he dances with a girl for about yes. 15 seconds. Yes. And then she just says, come, and takes him into the back. <laughs> right. And I'm like, did he, did he fuck that girl? Is yeah, that what in the dark happened? rooms, yeah. I mean, it's a little perverse to, fu- to like have heterosexual sex in the dark rooms at a gay club. <laughs> you do it in the bathrooms out of respect, usually. It feels a bit like, it's, it's like sort of colonizing. Yeah. You know? Is but, that like, what It happens? is legal. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Maybe. know either. Now, let me just cut to a casino, and I'm like, who was she? What happened? Did we? What? Listen, the text is the text. We all saw it. Right. Yeah, Jasmine, Jasmine gets, gets her feelings hurt. She leaves to go to a casino, which is a great sort of hot Tory move, where she is cheating 
at roulette, which I I she? don't. She cheated. Yeah. yeah, she is. Yeah. How does she cheat at roulette? I missed that. Piece. I don't know. <laughs> she just she's picks waiting the right to put number. her bet down. I guess. Like, I think that's what it says. Is she's just waiting to put her bet down to the last possible uh, second. Oh, yeah. But I, but thought, also, I thought that she, she waits too long, and three S three puts the bet down instead. Oh, oh. an incredible shrug. That's what happened in that scene. Directly. I, yeah, that's what happened. Was, <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I'm gonna need you to do this for me in a few scenes. Okay, yeah, out yeah, yeah. No, uh, so, <laughs> so they 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 have like a kind of not very interesting romance, right? Where. Well, you say that, but actually what happens is he wins a roulette, and then they just yes. cut to them making out in the car. True. Yeah, she talks about her family, and he goes, oh, you're, like, descended from the Crusaders or whatever, I can tell. Yes. Your blood is fully blue, and her line is, actually, my blood's only half blue, it's yeah, half black it. from the pirates. Mm -hmm. It's like, what's up? And, like, interesting. <laughs> and 3S3, 3S3 says something like, wow, I love pirate blood. <laughs> Yeah, I'm mixed race, inbred and pirate. All right. Do, do pirates have black? Are pirates orcs? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. What, what is pirate birthing pit? <laughs> you have to like run a guy through with a cutlass. <laughs> That'd be great, though. So, so she, she like, she's like, uh, I, I probably, I probably, he comes out so gooey, but he's still got a tricorn on. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, pirate orcs a good bit. So, um, so, so she's We're like, yeah, do it, but like, I probably can't see you again for a bit because yeah. you know I, I got hot Tory stuff to do. Mm. Yeah. So, so he he leaves, uh, puts on a Peaky Blinders hat, and then they arrange uh, a date this, for a weekend. They do, yeah, 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 and and the blowjob brother show up. The two guys who the professor mm -hmm. has told to go and kill him, yeah, try and like squish his car yeah. between mm -hmm. two trucks. And this is like, I guess maybe it's okay. Like you don't have to work hard to make a Nazi truck look evil. Mm. It's it's like an old truck in Vienna in the sixties. It's a Nazi truck. Mm. Um, and the truck brothers try and like squish his car together. Um, this is Beardy and the sign language guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah let me write he that just down. he just gets out of that by like like ducking and rolling. Yeah. He just opens the car door and like rolls down a hillside. Well, so this was another thing that I was not clear on. Is the implication here that both the car in front of him and the car behind him that they're both controlled by the bad guys? Because yes. Yeah. There's okay, one in each. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Very good. Um, my other note about sort of this section is just everything to do with the music. Um, the music mm. comes in time and time again here. They're very heavy on the electronic organs, mm -hmm. um, yeah. which uh, is always a delight. Um, and by a delight, I mean it's really, really hard to listen to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so he, he successfully escapes, as do uh, the Blowjob Brothers. And mm. this is where I start to like the movie. Because what? Well, because instead of well. cutting to what the whatever the fuck Bond thinks in his like fucked up nonce mm. brain, we have a scene between the two henchmen, Beardy and the sign language yes. guy. Yes, as they, yeah, they ride a Ferris wheel and they discuss like HQ were pissed off because we failed to kill mm. Bond. Now Mr. A has ordered us to kill both Bond and his daughter, and they're like morally conflicted about mm -hmm. this, and they're like, I don't know if this mm. is right, but like, I guess we're gonna have to do orders it. And, are like, orders, yeah. That they, I, I, yeah. it's a really nice scene. It's a good line. I liked it. I've got the line here. What can a man think of? Of what stuff is he made? When to defend his safety, he orders the death of his own daughter. That is the plot. Good. That is the plot of yeah, I, JoJo's I, I, Bizarre I, Adventure Part 5 Golden hmm. Wind. <laughs> word for word, that is the plot. 
I quite like I quite like the sort of like professorial character. He's named Noble, Noble, mm. uh, like Nobel. Um, uh, although one thing one thing I am gonna say though is that I am sick of this fucking background. Like the Viennese mm. conspiracy to make Euro spy movies. I'm sick of looking at this fucking this is the Ferris other wheel. It's, it's the fairground and it's town hall, and it's those are the the key mm. locations. It's like yeah, we we all saw the third man. Like mm. I don't need to see anybody sort of like plotting archly on the big wheel ever again. Yeah. Thank you. It, it is um, it is nice though. I agree that like this isn't just a plotting. They are not just plotting, right? They are really mm. wrestling with this order and what it means to be mm. a, a good human. Uh, it, it is the closest that this movie gets to any sort of like introspection from any of its characters. Yeah. And the way that they, the way that he delivers it has a very like, uh, what a piece of work is a man, how noble in reason, yeah. how infinite in faculties, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, Hamlet. yeah. So, so yeah. He, he goes to meet with um, Jasmine. the daughter, Jasmine. <laughs> his, his final line, by the way, we, un we find out what the mute guy's special skill is, and it's mm. that he's capable of imitating anyone's handwriting. Mm. Holy <laughs> shit! That's his thing. Yeah. So, 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 so he goes to Jasmine with this perfectly handwritten note saying, uh, hey, "Trust this dad, guy. Do yeah. whatever he wants. I am your dad. Mm -hmm. Love dad. your dad. Yeah. That's right." Dad, yeah. And she says, um, "Well, he says, yo, Bond works for the CIA. He doesn't really love you at all. Mm -hmm. um, and he we followed you for three days trying to do the perfect, yeah, the perfect introduction, which first of all is, is like, good, get his ass on the Spy Cops thing, but second of all, that means he decided that the perfect place to make that play was the, the gay beer keller. Which yes. is a fascinating also, piece of decision making. he did a South African accent, it looked like Tommy Wiseau, it was very odd. Lingerdmark. <laughs> <laughs> that's a deep, deep callback to the same. Um, but he, said, he says, okay, we've got to stop Bond, and she said, you're not going to kill her, Bond. He said, no, 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 nothing too dramatic. Um, so uh, I, I want you to like tell us when you're going to meet him next. She says, alright, we've got a date this weekend. At my art studio. Mm -hmm. um, and vibes. an art studio, it turns out, is where you have a bunch of people write random bullshit on your walls. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. It's cool. Yes. It kind of, okay, but it, it kind of do be that way sometimes. Yeah, I, I've literally bit. done this. Yeah, <laughs> like it's fine. If you invite me to write on your walls, I'm gonna write on your walls. Um, you can write on my walls sometimes. Yeah, uh, you can't so... write on my walls. <laughs> yeah, just gonna screw up fucking. <laughs> They're not mine. Mirror into it. <laughs> so um, at this point, she's in the art studio waiting for him, and and the two the two operatives show up. I'm trying to not keep saying the Blowjob Brothers, but that's what they are in my head, right? Yeah. Uh, and the handwriting Nobel guy? And Terminator X. The handwriting Terminator guy X. unfortunately looks yeah. a lot like Eddie Marson. That's true. Um, he's gonna like wait hidden in her apartment for the guy, and then she's gonna be provided with a sleeping potion, and mm. the, she's just gonna have a drink, she's gonna like knock herself out and knock him out, and they're gonna like take him away and tell him, yeah. listen, it's over, you know, go home. Yeah, hard. he's like, this is a sleeping thing, just have a sip so he knows it's safe to drink from, you'll be fine, mm -hmm. um, but he'll get knocked out. It's definitely she's completely not on board. It's, yeah, it's not poison. She's, 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 she's on board, completely though. on board, I wanna be <laughs> I appreciate making the like, you know, hot mm. daughter or whatever slightly evil. I appreciate yeah. that, you know? It's, uh, you don't generally do that. Yeah, she has like more agency than a lot of women in films like this that we've seen. Mm. Um, so, so, so Agent 3S3 shows up late, mm -hmm. knocks What's on the door. What's his first move? <laughs> he knocks on the door, <laughs> she opens the door, 
and he uncle chops her in the face. Oh, it's so uncle good. Chop. It's like just just fully <laughs> chops her out. And it's gone, man. It, it, you can't it, do it's, that. It's, it's straight. You can't. Just, Bow! Hits the ground <laughs> opens right the away. Door. Knocks out the date. Oh, it's so good. Just like, we're not shown anything that would lead him, like, lead us to believe that he knows this is a trap or anything. Yes, so we it's are. A he, watches the, he watches Beardy and, and the sign language guy leave from oh, the window earlier on. Oh, yeah, okay. does he? But he's still, yeah. I feel like you should, like, say, I'm very sorry or do you something charming. Not just cool nah, chop a woman in the face yeah. is the main thing. You can't yeah, do that. Yeah, it's like, got to be the back of the neck. That, like, right. That's yeah, it's, the, it's like against the Geneva that's Convention the or something, you know? It was, this, um, it was a, it, honestly, this was a genuinely shocking moment for me. Mm, I, yeah. I, I could not believe what was happening in front of me, and particularly the fact that this was then accented, uh, once again, musically, because so many of my notes are music notes. Uh, we have this three instruments uh, composing this particular bed of sound. We have electronic organ, <laughs> guitar, and muted trumpet <laughs> underscoring yeah, this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's incredible. Perfect. So, so, so he goes in and he finds the second Lojo brother in there. And what he does is, we do two of my favorite things that you can do in this type of thing. One, the guy is so big that he like shrugs off the uncle chop. Mm -hmm. Always love that. Mm -hmm. The second thing that he does, and this is in, in like close combination, is immediately like spinning and throwing a knife at our boy. Mm -hmm. I respect mm -hmm. anyone who just has like a throwing knife on deck. Mm -hmm. Like that's that to me is incredibly powerful. I'd love to have a throwing knife. Yeah, you, you know, if that's your move, fantastic. The throwing knife is just one of those things that you need to keep in your inventory at all times, yeah. just in case you run out of ammunition. You know, hundred mm -hmm. <laughs> percent. If you listen, if you get good enough at it, you just throw that one knife, and then the problem's basically taken care yeah. of itself. And all you need mm -hmm. to do is put more points into low tech. Anybody who's played Deus Ex knows this. <laughs> so so he tricks one of the like lesser tier thugs who's with Noble into shooting dead uh the the other guy, the the sign language guy, by sticking his dead body or his unconscious body from being uncle chopped in the elevator and sending it down right, so that yes. they think that it's him. Um and then as they escape he tries to like climb onto the back of their tiny shitty van and like yeah. slow it by pulling it back which but is noble manages to get away yeah yeah he he doesn't really that this is they could have made something more of this but he doesn't really fully pursue it you know like mm -hmm. he, he doesn't he doesn't motor no. he needs he to motor to and he doesn't yeah well yeah, he, he like we know what he really her. wants yeah um and and then when she wakes up like threatens to torture her for information yes he does uh does does drop this line, which when I have a date with a girl, I always like to make sure she's left her hoods behind. It's cool. I don't. Um, and <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> and, but but, she, but the, the, this this like torture scene, or rather this interrogation scene, is like, hey, tell me everything I want. No, I'll oh, go on then. Okay. Oh no, I like, really like this because she then says she wakes up alone with this guy who she's been told is hmm. like CIA and who knocked her out, and she's like. Sure. Do you want a drink, maybe? Mm. <laughs> and like tries to give him the poison. I'm like, yeah, like yeah. immediately she's like still an active person trying to get what she wants in this scene. Good counterplay too, because she goes, do you want whiskey or cognac? And he asks for vodka. Mm. Obviously harder to slip something into a clear drink. Mm. Smart stuff here. Right. Mm. So she is under the belief at this point that this special uh, fluid that she's been given to mix mm. with the drink is something that will knock them out. Yes, will mm. knock but, him out and she'll be fine with just a Of course, in truth, it is the 
the the <laughs> tasteless concoction he, that kills you instantly. Yeah, he right. has a little gadget. That he has a little testy strip that he holds right. over the thing that like glows pink in the presence of the liquid that kills you instantly. Yeah, yeah. And so like as she's about to drink, I guess. It, yeah, as as she's about to drink it, he like smacks it out of her. He goes. Hand. He goes. He goes. Hey, how long have you been around? <laughs> yeah, what's that line all about? <laughs> like, uh? this is such a classic evil dad move. She was completely on board. He's just also trying to kill her just for drama. Mm, yeah, um, he just loves spilling people's drinks. Actually, he's all about it's the it. second time he's done it. Yeah, he just like pours it on her head. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she sees the like pink test strip, and she's like, "Okay, I like trust you implicitly now." Mm -hmm. Um, my dad is in Beirut, and yes. once again, I go, what I'm theorized, I'm getting closer to the truth here, of the existence in the mid-1960s of some kind of fucked Viennese Beiruti conspiracy to allow Euro-spy films to film in their cities It's the Paris only. of the Middle East. It's like Vienna, Paris, Beirut forms some kind of Bond triangle? Horrible triangle, yeah. <laughs> I think I've, I've seen a, a pillow that has that on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Margiela, you know, Paris. Paris Vienna, Beirut, actually, <laughs> exactly, you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, like we in every other that movie, just says that, actually. Uh, that's true. Oh god, that's Paris, really good. Vienna, Beirut. Bond, Paris, Vienna, Beirut. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> really good. I see. I would like the, that. The three cities where you can be. Um, the only other thing and... that I wanted to point up real quick about that scene mm. uh, before yeah, we go to yeah. Beirut is that there is a point at which they rip off the Bond chord progression wholesale. The the <laughs> underneath it goes. Ba -da 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 Don't worry about it. And it's great. <laughs> Legally, they can't do anything about that. Um, but so, we go to Beirut, and like in every one, other one of these movies where we go to Beirut, the DP just gets bored and goes off to do some street photography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, Always does. My notes say, Beirut, city of people who didn't consent to being filmed. <laughs> yeah, street photography in Beirut of the 60s, not an easy or like rewarding profession, but I tell you what, I mean, Beirut, it looks like a beautiful city then, you know? Mm. Uh, it's, you know, it's nice to get these shots. But so, our boy Noble goes back to Beirut. Ah, he goes back Noble. to the professor, knowing he, he knows is about that to he's... get Kronstein. This organization yes. does not tolerate failure. It, it, yeah, it doesn't. And so he goes, I think that this organization should tolerate failure. And the professor goes, yeah, I have this new idea. I, I think maybe we should tolerate failure. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I actually have a, a different view on that. <laughs> yeah, but, we, but he doesn't kill him immediately. I was fully expecting him to like touch his hand to the metal plate and like get electrocuted, get dumped over the side of the, the yacht or whatever. Instead, he's like, no, no, just don't worry about it. You, you're fine. I'm just, I've taken command of the, the like cell off of you. I've given it to Jackie Yen, always referred to by full name. I love Jackie Yen. We'll get to Jackie Yen. Mm -hmm. um, just, just chill for a bit. Just relax, yeah. right? This organization doesn't tolerate failure to the uh, to the extent of like you are now on paid vacation. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And so again, we get like a nice little, a really scene interesting, of, like henchman slice yes. of life. Yeah. Yeah. He goes, He's got a, a like an incredibly hot Lebanese girlfriend yeah. just on the side. This guy has the only actual inner life of any character yeah, in this movie. Up. <laughs> they should have tried doing this with the other characters, but that's fine. Oh well, I yeah. want the rest of the film to be about him. <laughs> right? It's true. Same. He, he goes. He goes to uh, like this club, and he gets his girlfriend, uh, mm. and she. And he's like, listen, I'm about to get fucking Kronstein right. at work. We talked about <laughs> this. We're gonna have to, like, you know, grab the passports and just go. Um, 
And she. But the only place his passport is taking him is to hell. There we go. There we fucking go. (laughs) Very good. Um, (laughs) Because he gets fucking Kronstein. He does. He does. He gets so Kronstein. What happens is she's she's like, oh, you fucking old piece of shit. Like genuinely, her line is like, what are we supposed to be? Like, you know, am I going to be your wife or your daughter? We cut to. The saddest, <laughs> flattest belly dancer in the world doing like the Fortnite default dance. Hey, that's not <laughs> nice. Come on. Come yeah, on. Then, She's fine. No, genuinely. And and then we cut immediately back to him lying stone cold stone dead cold on the dead. ground. Right. Well, Face she takes up. his glasses as she, as she leaves and he's like, he does the Velma line and everything. He's like, oh, you know, I can't see without right, my right, glasses. Right. <laughs> can't read without my subtitles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and then we see like a guy walk in a shot with a gun. I, I, mm. my theory is I think this was shot a lot wider than our cut is because quite mm. frequently there are people just off the side of the framing. Well, here were, um, I noticed at the very end that the titles went over the edge of the screen, so yeah. I think this got cropped down from its original presentation somehow. Fucking pan mm. and scan or some shit. Anyway, yeah. Uh, regardless, yeah. So a guy steps in, and then we cut to the belly dancer, and it makes a bunch of loud noises, and you're supposed to be like, "My man's been shot." Then we have to meet. Like the Nego B is the team. only character yeah. that we mm. care about. Well, then we have to meet the henchman B team because now they've yeah. got like a, a new team of henchmen that we're going to join. That's so, true. So we've got Jackie Yen who's in charge. Uh, yeah, so right. We've got Mongo, um, and yeah, then we've right. got a guy that's who I just right. called number three. But He's what? just a normal guy. <laughs> Why here. would you do this? Like this is this is this is the famous uh, movie <laughs> thing to do, which is that you kill off the characters that are interesting halfway through the film and replace them with other characters who are set up to do the exact same thing. We yeah, love it when that happens. Like what? Developed. <laughs> so number three, number three goes to report. He gets given the glasses by by his girlfriend. Um, and he goes to report to Jackie Yen, who is sitting bisexual style mm-hmm. on a couch, like mm-hmm. with her feet on it. First of all, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we find out yeah, that number th- number three is a shagger. They're having like an office romance. Right. Well, I think they want uh, to, and Jackie Yen doesn't seem desperately interested in this. I don't know. I, the way I read this was they're already fucking. How but... how did we feel about Jackie Yen? Um, I feel positively. About I, I Jackie do too. Yen. Yeah. I mean, could have been a lot worse. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't listen. Maybe the dub is hiding mm. a series of racist oh, yeah, accents yeah, 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 from yeah. us. Could be. Mm-hmm. I just but, mean in terms of like as a character, you know, her inner life, uh, her her motivation. There's not a She's, lot, but like she no. has a plan and she acts yeah. on it. She is in charge. People don't sort of question that. To be honest, we're just we're just seeing her like at work. We don't right. know what else she's up to. Maybe she's like you know on a pub quiz team or something in her mm-hmm. own time. Want to see her on a uh, Ferris wheel? I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, miss, I miss Hamlet henchman already. Um, <laughs> and also, they have Mongo, and Mongo's like, "Ah, oh, we don't need a plan. I'll just kill him myself." Mongo's like, "What if I hit him?" And they're like, "Fucking try <laughs> it." I hit him really hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> the professor's like, "Fuck it. All right. Yeah, that sounds good." So, so, so three s three and um, Yasmin go to Berlin. Uh, mm. Berlin. Fuck. So three s three. Three s three. Take go you to, to my home. <laughs> In Lebanon. Also, I made her Yasmin as well. So, 3S3 and Jasmine go to Beirut, where they meet um, Ahmed, the Ali Karimbe of this movie. Yes, so, yeah. like, they're all out of order. What's yeah, happening? I, <laughs> I don't want to meet this guy now. Like, yeah. he should be at the start. I didn't immediately clock him as an Ari Kalembe because so I was like, who the fuck is this guy all of a sudden? Some random, like, and again, because of the dub, he speaks in the exact same, like, American voice. Mm-hmm. So it, maybe this is also hiding a horrifically racist accent. I don't know. Hard to but, know. 
Yeah, he's he is also a CIA agent. He's our man in Beirut. Um, mm. um, and we learn that Jasmine is going to visit her father without 3S3 um, and give him a fake offer of collaboration to Mr. A. And they're going to like secretly follow her to find out where Mr. A is staying. Oh, fuck. Then some shit happened that I love and then some shit happened that I hate. So yes. they're in the hotel right. and we discover that, that um, 3S3 and Yasmin have separate hotel rooms. Right. And I make a note that's like, wow, that's really good. Because like, obviously in a Bond mm. film, they'd be in the same hotel room and they'd like mm. immediately shag. It'd be the fucking yes. honeymoon yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. next scene, um, 3S3 is just staying up late smoking. Jasmine comes in and is like, oh, hey, I couldn't sleep. Can I have a cigarette with you? And then they kiss. And my nose just say, like, Why? I don't know. They have this really perfunctory sex scene. Well, I think and then it- the, 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 honestly, the why is checking the box, right? That's all it is. Yeah, like everything. This, this, this movie, this movie kind of lacks self confidence, and it thinks you'll yes. get bored if you don't see tits every. Which time. is in interesting. This case, she's explicitly been told this man doesn't care about you who works for the CIA and is pretending to, and she fucks him anyway. Right. right. He's trying. He's trying to kill your dad. Like, but yeah, so they fuck, and then it hard cuts to a staring Lebanese man, like a close-up as well. He's, I guess, watching their hotel from the outside, but it looks very much like, at first, he's just, like, in the cuck chair in the hotel room. You oh, can't yeah. have sex without a smoke machine, like, a series of animal ears, and a Lebanese man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting really confused as to what a lesbian is. I think the point, though, about like when the movie has or lacks self-confidence with dyslexia, just fucking a guy from Beirut. I I, I think that's just push through. You can do this. I think that's you have to. Thank you. Uh, I just think that's a really interesting point that like the movie is at its most interesting and strangest when it is being weird, right? Like the the Mm. memorable scenes are the scene. Abby is fucking dying on, on camera right dead. now, and Abby's dead. Josh is making a, st- a heroic <laughs> attempt at finishing this sentence. The lesbian lemon and Josh is fucking dying. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. They're always my favourite jokes we do, like the the room ones where like, I don't know if anyone else will find this funny, no, but we're no, dying. I, 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 I have no idea. I'm I just very proud of the... all of you in this moment. <laughs> um... That's not what I want to hear! <laughs> I want to bring you on the podcast and be like, well, I had fun. <laughs> oh, 3S3, brother. No, yeah, no. listen, there's a reason we asked for help on this one. No, but, but, but so it, yeah, it's yeah. interesting. At the very beginning, too, like you were like, uh, uh, Alice, you're like, this is, we're so sorry we made you watch this. I had fun throughout this frequently. And it was it was the times when weird shit was going on, whether it was the strange musical choices or the scenes that didn't seem like they were supposed to be there or the really weird dubs. The fact that 3S3 sounds like this the whole time. He's such a, <laughs> it he's, it's he's awful. he's got a really, Weirdly nasal. Yeah. really cool secret agent voice. And all of these different things combine to make this movie that is just such a bizarre watching experience. But then as in this scene, the, I guess, seduction scene, it falls back on a trope without really knowing what it is that that trope is for. It doesn't understand 
what narrative it's trying to construct is just following what it sees as the signposts of a quote unquote spy movie. And I thought that was fascinating, honestly, because mm. and I know you have watched many more of these bad spy movies than I have. So, like, for me, I was seeing this sort of with fresh eyes. But in this scene in particular, to, to the point of like, well, why the fuck is this happening? It's like, well, because it has to happen. Right. Yeah. The spy it's gets spy the girl. Gotta tick yeah. the box. It's like right? AI bond. Yeah, basically. I mean, so the plan is she's going to go and like see her dad. They're going to follow her. He has deliberately siphoned half the petrol out of her car, which Im sort of implies that, like, post-sex, he just, like, creeps down with a hose into the parking lot. Um, That's when he nuts. Not, yeah, not till yeah, then. yeah. Right. <laughs> he just, like, holds it in, he, you, know? He, he, uh, you know? What he does is he takes the hose, right, jams it into the gas, hmm. uh, the gas can, sucks on it, you know, the, the gas starts coming out. He uses the gas as lube while he's oh, jacking God. off and that's oh. how he finishes horrifying thanks so okay. much uh, my, so so <laughs> my next my next the note most dangerous I, I don't wank, even right i don't even know how we get here my next note is bartender pours worst beer ever asked to leave lebanon is this the bartender <laughs> where the shot at the first is just her boobs yes yes, yes. Yeah. So. oh yes my shot my, my note here is Love the shot of just the bartender's boobs. This is a good movie. Because we've skipped <laughs> ahead a bit. Um, because, yeah. uh, so Jasmine, nothing happens. Jasmine drives off to see Mr. A being followed by Ahmed with a tracking device. Um, oh, and course. Bond is being followed by uh, the goon from the cuck chair. So he leads him on a bit of a wild goose chase. Uh, he's confronted by him. Cuck the goon cuck. pulls a knife and Bond kills him. <laughs> Every criminal organization got the cuck goon. <laughs> Um, and then Bond goes to rent a boat because Ahmed thinks there's an island nearby they can use as a base. And that, like, oh, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. boat rental place has a bar with, like, a, a titty bartender who he just, like, blatantly looks down her top. Yeah, with, and, and, like, half a pint's worth of head on this beer. Like, reprehensible. Horrible pour. Horrible pour. Uh, You're fired. Not the kind of head you want from that woman. No. Hey. So he, 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 like, drinks his beer, at which point Mongo shows up. Yes. Um, Mongo enters the scene. Mongo's here. We've got a Mongo, everybody. Um, hell yeah, baby. <laughs> First of all, the references to it. the character Mongo from Blazing Saddles. Look it up. Mm -hmm. It's not Mongo a fucking... Mongo Santa Maria. It's absolutely nothing to, to do. Jazz musician. Yeah. With what mm -hmm. you're thinking. Um, it's a weak joke from Blazing Saddles that we have chosen to die on the hill of music. <laughs> Sadly. I thought maybe you were talking about Mongo Jerry. And the rumple no, teaser. No, 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 it's, it's no, the no. like big, like big, strong kind of like uh, yeah, taciturn the, guy in mm, Blazing Saddles. Yes, to, to make the the counterpoint with Mister Surname, which is the other kind of henchman that Bond has. <laughs> it's Mister Surname yes, and Mongo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, I hate how this our language we that we have developed over the course of this podcast when is we getting when very the, bad. The first scene, I could see Josh's brow furrowing, trying to work out what the fuck we meant by a 009, but I can't <laughs> not like think of it in those terms. Yeah, now. we just we've just become so troped out. Um, so they have a fight, which three s three manages to win through the power of editing. Um. Mm. He just kind of yeah, I, beats him I, off I, screen. I, I, it is literally not clear to me how he's winning this fight. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. every shot is of him getting his ass kicked just and then it like destroyed. Hard yes. cuts yes. Yes. to I, this guy I, like yeah. taking damage. It, I'd love to like slowly advance on my enemy grinning. That's like his favorite move to do mm -hmm. while like 3S3 like throws chairs That's at him. That's the odd job stuff. move. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after some like nonsensical it's the cuts, classic Waffle House shit, he's catching the chairs out of the air, <laughs> just redirecting them. No problem. Yeah. There's there's like one cut, and after that, the mm. guy is like dead on the ground in the perfect Yamcha yeah. death pose. Like, just it's perfectly. Un- <laughs> <laughs> I don't like. I don't know how he won. It's. <laughs> What did he do to that man? What did he do to him? I like that the way, too, that they telegraphed that a fight has happened was that they basically just had him, like, rumple up his shirt and unbutton a couple buttons, you know? Mm. It's like, this is how you know that action has occurred. Because Mm. if it weren't for that... And the fact that, like, you know, it's it's telegraphing that there's this guy on the on the ground. We would have no way of knowing what actually happened here. Mm, you could He's have just sort of breathing heavy, like it's. It's <laughs> <laughs> just he's become hurt. He's got the status effect. Yeah. Right, right, right. So, so now, now he has to like he has to hide because yeah. um, a henchman calls it in to number three. Who is yeah, number three shows up with some goons. Well, number three is in bed with a beautiful woman. This woman is a prop. He's, I just want to make like, notes of these misogynistic like moments. The fucking like the command cell polycule, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, he he leaves That's Jackie Yen's uh, metamorph. And um, <laughs> they're on some special tactical unit shit. I don't know what to tell you. Um, and he, he goes with the goons to try and like lock down this area of Beirut. Yeah, and, like, they search so searching house, house to house. To house. It's, it's yeah. interesting. It's yeah. nice to see minions put in the legwork. Yeah, it is. You, know? you, you seldom it do. It is. Yeah. Unfortunately, they're, they're for, so for small them, and they're so yellow. <laughs> God's sake. Unfortunately for them, this quarter of Beirut contains. The horniest woman in the world. Milfs in your area. Yeah. <laughs> if there are any Lebanese milfs out there, um, hello. But sorry, I'm just checking my notes. I meant to say lesbian milfs. I'm sure there's <laughs> at least one. <laughs> if there's, yeah, getting getting sort of very confused here. Um, so they search her house. Lebanese for a Jordanian milf. Do not get in contact. <laughs> Lebanese milfs in Beirut. Well, yeah, yeah, that's where they'd be. Like. My, my French teacher growing up was a Syrian milf. Uh, which, yeah. Uh, felt very normal about it. Um, anyway, so they search this woman's house, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I I don't know anything apart from the fact that I hate my bitch husband, which is <laughs> heterosexuality is <Right>. a prison." <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, number three gets her number essentially. And is like, listen, I'll, I'll I'll come back and like search some more later, maybe. Search your uh, pussy. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Um. And she's like, she's into it. And as soon as they leave, we find out that 3S3 has been hiding in the most nonce possible way. She's been washing a bunch of her underwear in her bathtub, and he's been hiding amongst them. This was them, so, them. so, so this fucking one, good. Oh, this is ride or die, by the way. This woman, yeah. never seen before, never seen again. However, no. in the opening, like, when these goons come to her door, and one of them spots that there's like blood on the floor. She mm. cuts the palm yes! of her hand behind her yes! back and goes, "Yeah, there's blood. I, I've cut myself." Mm. I'm like for just some stranger. Yeah, she hates Perfect. her husband that much. So, some guy who is currently like just like noncing her underwear in, in her own bathroom. Well, in the yeah. wild thing too about that shot of him in the tub uh, and in sort of uh, arriving right through a through a, a sea of panties. Mm. Is is that it is it is played? <laughs> it's like going to Narnia for fucking. Me arriving at the live show. Um. <laughs> it is played more or less completely straight. Like yeah. it, it, this is not played for laughs, which I thought was 
really something. Like, they seemed to think that this was an impressive, dramatic moment that we were all going to be like, you, yeah, good job, Agent 3S3. You, with your, your quick wit and your incredible thinking and your love of underwear, you're, you're just like me. Mm. <laughs> he he does speed, flirt with her a bit on the way out, and there's some gender roles here, mm-hmm. because she... She's she's like um he, she's like first of all I hate my bitch husband second of all you're so handsome and muscular and she uh, and he goes you're so pretty and unmuscular I have that too I I, I mm. all of my uh lines from 3S3 in my notes I wrote out in all caps so as to remember mm. to say them in the agent 3S3 voice so <laughs> <clears throat> you're so pretty and unmuscular it sounds like the riddler yeah, what? It's, it's like it's quite a revealing line there too. To be like, I, listen, if you if you're afraid of a muscular woman, you're a coward and a fool, and you're listening um, to the wrong fucking podcast, baby. That's right. right. Get his ass. That's fucking right. That's right. Uh, I did arm so, day today, feeling huge. Yeah. <laughs> what fucking happens? My next note is he goon steals fight. her husband's boat. Oh, well, yeah. he fucks her, and then uh, right. he steals her husband's boat. To go to the island base that mm-hmm. they have. Um, um, meanwhile, Jasmine has been driving to meet Mr. A. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, like 3S3 fights some goons and then uh, he, he stabs number three, but manages to get away. Yeah, this and is... Uh, he does fight some goons. He can't oh, wait, fucking wait, wait, fight. Wait. But when he's, when he's about to stab 3S... Uh, when he's about to stab uh, number three, he gets the knife off of a goon. And this goon is the slowest moving motherfucker in the world. He He's like doing the thing where he's like coming up on him. He's tossing the knife from hand to hand. And it takes like an hour to get across from one hand to the other. This is... It's, I also appreciated that this whole fight was taking place in the lighthouse, the lighthouse area from Sapienza in Hitman. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, so. there's something quite fun here, which is that this guy has to win these fights because of the way that it works, but he can't fight at all. So he's in this like there's a bunch of guys coming at him, and it genuinely reads like a Steven Seagal Aikido demonstration. <laughs> <laughs> it's just guys like standing perfectly still and like getting shit punched out of their hands and fucking mm, approaching him like joints first. Um, just, so yeah. we 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 go back to Jasmine, who has predictably like run out of petrol thanks to him sucking off the car earlier, and of course Ahmed run like runs into her in his car. And he's like, hey, where are you going? Where's the secret base that you had it in? She's like, oh yeah, it's just over there. Can you give me a lift? He goes, sure, gets her in the car, and then chloroforms yeah, her is... instantly and bundles her into a Jeep. I would hate for this, this to is happen a, This is me. a classic situation. This is like every other Thursday for me. It, yeah. It's not a big <laughs> yeah, deal. Absolutely. The I number mean, of times like I've been chloroformed. This is the third time yeah. she's been knocked out of this I, movie. Yeah, she's probably fine. She's spent <laughs> more time <laughs> unconscious in this movie than conscious. <laughs> Did you know I've lost like... Asta? No. no, no, you gotta have the chloroform. The thing about the chloroformed handkerchief, right, or the chloroformed drag, is imagine if you forget that it's chloroformed and you just blow your nose into it and just like perfectly knock yourself unconscious. <laughs> so- they would find you unconscious and then, and then they'd be like, what What happened to you? Oh, there were, there were ten of them! Uh, they, yeah. they, they, they oh, came upon me as a surprise. Um, so so why, at this why, point, Ahmed... Why is it hmm. that she needed to get chloroformed? Uh, I, I didn't actually That's understand this. Okay, like, 
it? She's completely on side. Like, like, why is recreational? <laughs> I don't know. I thought I thought maybe the movie was going to do like a you know a double agent thing where it was like, no. oh, this guy's been working for Mister A the whole time, so you know he's chloroforming her because he's going to try to do a return back to Mister A, and then three S three is going to have to come through and and save uh th- like that. That is the that only been way. Better. That's the only way that that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Well, he just loves chloroforming women. Yeah, well, like I think they wrote this film once and then didn't go back and check. Yeah, I mean, you know they shot this back-to-back with the sequel, right? Uh, which was Agent 3S3 Massacre in the Sun. Um, oh, we'll get to it. <laughs> oh, God, I hope not. So, at this point, <laughs> at this point, Ahmed, Ahmed is like watching the house that he's had pointed out to him through binoculars, and because the movie thinks that you're going to get bored if you don't see tits, he sees like a, a woman bathing yeah, in a what pond. What the hell was this scene? This scene this is genuinely like it, <laughs> this it's, is great. it's like there's no connective tissue. <laughs> no, there's nothing. It hard cuts. <laughs> like he sees this woman and and she's like, oh no, and he goes, it's a hard day, and then it hard cuts yeah. to them scene on the speedboat missing. Like she's not there anymore. She's gone. She's it on the movie. Does he have a solve in the next scene? But it was just like completely unnecessary. It's like what? it's like his. What are we doing? His, you can practically see his eyes do the Looney Tunes cartoon thing of like popping out. Auga, auga. Yeah. It's it's. Tex Avery, yeah. Very strange. So at this point, we get the reveal, because number three goes to meet the professor, who says, yo, I want you to burn down the villa. And Mr. A says so. And number three's like, I don't think Mr. A would say that. And also like, he hasn't been here in six months. Are you sure Mr. A said this? Fuck you. And then like, number three pulls a gun on him. The professor slaps it out of his hand, and he says, what makes you think Mr. A isn't here right now? And I was like, damn. <gasps> Damn. He oh was Mr. A. Uh, well, well actually, he wasn't, as we later no, discovered. But, yeah, but uh, yeah. y- you believe maybe for a bit that he is Mr. A. Mr. A, who I, I guess w- would be a pirate, because she says mm, well, yeah, half, he's half of pirate. her... Yeah, because half of her blood. So, like, that's that's her dad. Yeah, Either, dad. Her dad is either the aristocrat and her mum was a pirate, or he's just, like, been a pirate and is... Like incredibly light skinned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, uh, pirate was Mr. Pirate was my dad's name. Just call me pirate. Yeah. yeah. The, the, this is strange too, right? Because we are supposed to at this point be so invested in the drama around Mr. A's true identity, right? And we're and we're supposed to also like have this in, inherent sense of what Mr. A is and what he means and and why it's so remarkable. It's like, Mr. A surely wouldn't do such a thing as this. Or, and he's not been defined in any meaningful way up until this point. It is hanging so heavily on a uh, characterization of a character who we have never seen. It's what was the microfilm about? <laughs> it's, it's, what did he do to that man? <laughs> <laughs> it's Mr. A's secret uh, porno tape. <laughs> my my next my next note is that the next bits are filmed like basically in darkness. I just wrote I can't, can't see, see shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, can't so see the reason Ahmed perved on that girl was she's the caretaker's daughter for the villa. So uh, he arranged a date with her, and like that allows three S three to sneak into the villa. Whatever. Um, some goons here I come to- sneaking into the villa. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> Here I go sneaking again. The goons arrive <laughs> oh. to burn the joint down. Some goons speaking pointedly untranslated Arabic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, again, as always, if you provide a translation mm-hmm. every time you don't. Um, so Ahmed figures out well, if they're burning the villa down, there must be something in here that they don't want us to have. Uh, so they confront the goons and a gunfight breaks out in the dark. Hard Still to can't see. see what happens. Um, it's not a stylistic they choice. They just didn't have like, it's, it's like night for night and it's mm. not good. They've got um, a, they've got a, so now they've got a bunch of like 
um, goon bodies. And 303's like, we'll put them in a truck with some gas canisters and push them off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> <Great>. Fuck it. <laughs> Meanwhile, we can search the villa for whatever it is they don't want us to find. And they figure out, well, if they're burning the place down, it can't be a document or an object because they would have just carried that away. It must Obviously. be something they can't remove from the villa. And I was like, oh, that's quite clever, actually. Um, but then it turns out it is something they could have removed from the villa. It's true, because they find on sort of decoding a like Morse code for the letter A button <laughs> press. Let me <laughs> what? hang on a fucking what was any of this. <laughs> I don't care what the reasoning is, you can't make the password for your base the letter A. <laughs> I don't care if you <laughs> Wonderful, wonderful moment where three S three after they're trying to, you know, crack this code, he just says, Yeah, try A. For Mr. A. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, maybe it's HD for Henry Duval or whatever his fucking name is. And like, that doesn't work. I'm like, all right, maybe it's A for Mr. A. And they click in, it opens, and I'm like, that is not secure. Literally no, second no, guess. Not. Like, get some two-factor authentication, my fucking dude. I like, so, so, I could have so, got that by accident. They enter into Mr. A's goon cave, where they find that he is... <laughs> Not only a pirate, but a pirate skeleton. Yeah, he gooned, he gooned the himself most piratey to death. kind of pirate. It's true, he's got this tricorn hat on. He's like slumped over. He's like just bones at this point. Yeah. Um, Which they could have carried out. They could yeah. have removed Mr. A's corpse from this place. Oh. They could have done. They didn't have to. Well, they couldn't crack the password. Yeah. Um. <laughs> clearly, clearly, what 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 the professor did was murder him, take his identity, yeah. and then entomb him in his own goon his cave own when goon he was cave. like. Stinking up the walls he as he him. decomposed. <laughs> he promised him a really, really nice cask of Amontillado. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, he's just like at this point, three three is going to have to break the news to Jasmine, who I can't stress enough is like on a chloroform hangover at this point. That her dad is also dead um, and has been for like years at this point. Yeah, he says at least six months. Uh, and at this point, Ahmed, that, but... being the only intelligent person with any kind of like spy knowledge, says, well, look, we don't know what the fuck's going on here. Like, this took us by surprise. But we do know, because we've been in the villa, that Mr. A had a lot of like rare art and archaeological stuff. So maybe we could speak to an art expert or a dealer who could help us yes. figure out like who so, he so is. He's figuring Before it out. Before they go, 3S3, like, tries to comfort Jasmine, right? And he has two methods of comfort. Method one... You have a pretty little face and a cute body. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Thanks, babe. Cheers, man. <laughs> the cute body. What is it about spy movies and the ability to pronounce body correctly? Like, damn, you, like, you've taken good care of your body. That is such a fucking Zap Brannigan ass line, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that, that, that doesn't work, so he doubles down on it. And the weird addiction hits again, and he goes, I'm sorry, Jasmine. I'd be glad to cut off one of my arms. If it would keep you from being involved. Is that on the next page of the, <laughs> the script? I'd cut off one of my arms. If it would keep you from... Kill Bond! me with my Agent 3S3 arm. <laughs> so, so Ahmed goes to see a couple of art dealers, and the second one of these, fortuitously, is the evil professor, who's like... You know, no, I've, I, I haven't ever really spoken to him. Hammering the button on the underside of the desk, and this button, what it does is it like sets off an alarm in the sort of goon. This is awesome. Repository. This is awesome. I, I and activates yeah, a, like a, a TV 
on the wall that's with right. like footage from a hidden camera that's of right. this guy, presumably to convey, follow this guy out and kill him. Because yeah. this is this seems to be the set that's the goon room that's like in the in this is the, can't say goon cave. It, twice, it's it's, it's, it's the goon, other goon, it's cave. goon cave. It's the one that those guys were getting debriefed in at the beginning Big of the TV movie. TV on the wall. Right. Yeah, I this mean, is Jackie Yan's goon cave. That's right. <laughs> Hmm. Girls can do it. The girls can do it too, y'all. <laughs> Good for her. It's a shame what they did to her husband. There will president. be there will be some members of the audience who don't she know what a goon cave is, goon cave. and I advise That's you okay. not to look it up. <laughs> it's a cave with the, with, where the goons are. From, obviously. Yeah, that's that's where the goons like are a base. Yeah. yeah, yeah, base would be a better word for it. Mm-hmm. In yeah, I love, you know, like a layer. I, I love too mm. that like the use this phrase in your day to day life. Mm-hmm. Mm. The camera that like shows what is going on, right? That is uh, a secret surveillance camera of some sort. That what we see is this shot of not just the camera's perspective, but we repeatedly get this shot of a camera like coming out of the wall in what I can only describe as a pretty phallic way. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought that was nice. That was a little bit of gender. I, I just I just noticed that. <laughs> That's nice. It's so, nice. Hmm. So, so, so we fucking, we follow 3S3 for a bit doing nothing important because what he has to do is discover yeah. that Ahmed has been followed back to the thing. Um, Jasmine, the most kidnapped woman in the world, um, has been kidnapped again. Ahmed is fucking dead. Yeah, He's everyone dead. in the back of the good guy town is dead. Right. They oh, use no. probably the same Lebanese Air Force helicopter from uh, uh, OSS Sandyset to like machine gun the island mm-hmm. to make sure there's no survivors. But 3S3 yeah. surprises them and shoots them, and then he like he does. He takes the helicopter. Takes the helicopter, yeah. He tortures a guy, he tortures the pilot, and, and the pilot's like, they're on a yacht. And he's like, great, there can't be that many of them in Lebanon. A yacht? Perfect, thank you. Mm. My next note, and I have no idea how I got here, is Jackie Yen is AGP coded. I don't know how you got there either, but um, they're in Jackie Yen's car, and uh, Jasmine's in the back. Jasmine attacks the driver of the car. Uh, which... yep. Instant Kronstein. <laughs> yeah, Kronstein, good, good yep. Kronstein Rosette. Yeah, okay. Is it above <laughs> and beyond the cause of killing your, yourself? I guess, actually, yeah. I guess. J- J- Jackie, yeah. Jackie Yen has a good line for this, where she's it's like, It's like a weird glitch you... for winning the Kronstein. You automatically get it if you yeah. attack the driver of the vehicle <laughs> that you're yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Jackie Yen's like, yeah, if you if you've done if you're done sort of like earning your Kronstein rosette, you can like stop trying to crash the car that you're currently driving in. Mm-hmm. I, I think the AGP coded bit is because she's like <laughs> immediately after this, she's fucking uh number three and she's like looking at herself in the mirror the whole time. What? That never happened. Well, I don't know. It's like after the fact. Like, I don't That never happened. You're making shit up. You're inventing like different movie. No, then we cut to Jackie Yen in the bath. Yes, and and fucking uh, like number three is there, and he's like, "Yo, um." But this is like post. It's post coital, surely. Like it's coded that way. I don't know. I'm not sure that I agree. I think she's just in the bath. I don't think so. To be honest with you, I'm looking at it now. Doesn't look. Yeah. He's, anyway, he's, number, I think he's just—he's found her in a moment of weakness, right? Like yeah. that's kind of what's going yeah. on here. Maybe I'm just—maybe I'm just insane. I don't know. Quite insane. Number three threatens her, and right. he's like, "Look, Mister A is dead. We all know that now because of some bullshit that happened a minute ago. That's not important. Um, so now his daughter Jasmine is the heiress, and he—he he points a gun at her, and he's like, "Look, give me the girl, and then I'm going to use her, and then I, I will question mark profit somehow." And she has this great line where she says, "I have the yeah." <laughs> 
Well, I hope it's this one, but. I hate violence when it's used against myself. I believe yeah. that's I mean, also the same, official position. Same. Of the- I. I- <laughs> <laughs> wow yeah no dude it's the official position of me too man i would hate yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. just, just bleep, bleep the identifying part I, I i love i love violence but not when it's used, used against, against myself me. yeah i know i hate sewing fantastic reaping hate this shit. Shit sucks. jackie <laughs> yeah, uses fuck. her sexuality as a weapon a thing that yeah, no jackie, woman yeah. in a spy movie has ever done before because yeah. she like yes. she's like oh yeah cool she i'll cooperate it. with you she mm. puts on her underwear to kind of distract him and he like mm. kisses her neck and she there's doesn't... a fun moment where she's like gonna reach for her bag and he beats her to it it's like aha you put a gun in your bag i'm not yes. gonna fall for that one what she mm. doesn't do however is wipe the soap off of her body which <laughs> no that just seems like come on you like it feels bad just having suds on you. Like, what are we mm. doing here? Yeah. Got to put some good, moisturizer like a, on, girl. It's a 1960s suit getting like wet, <laughs> like like a wool suit. I hate that. Yeah. Jackie Ann smells of wet wool. It's quite odd. Oh. Um, <laughs> but then she she pretends that oh, I was just getting my makeup compact out of my bag, but it turns out. It's the makeup compact that kills you instantly. Yes, it is. Yes, yes. Finally, yes! a gadget like fucking ninety yeah. minutes uh. in. Hmm. There was another one that we haven't mentioned, which is the fucking tracking device, which will which will come oh, up. Oh, in the sunglasses. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Oh, I that's was, what that was. I was so yeah. thrilled <laughs> for the reveal of the makeup compact right, that kills yeah. you instantly. I was just like, yes. like we we had been wanting something like that this entire time, and the way that the makeup yeah. compact that kills you instantly works is somewhat unclear in that we never we don't see. The trajectory, like it'll shoot a dart out, I guess. But mm, the way, much like the pipe that kills you instantly. But the way that they stage it, you don't actually see the trajectory of the dart itself. They do the thing where it's like, "Hey, I'm pushing the button to shoot the thing," and then mm. it whip pans or cuts to the person holding the ah. dart in their in their neck. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is classic. We love it. It shoots out the front when you like slam it closed. I think. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. This is what I'm looking at. So, so, so obviously now Jackie Yen is gonna like seize control. She's gonna be the new mystery. No, she's not. Um, she's what, what? What film did you watch? She's I making out know. with the professor. I'm, They're in it together. The professor is mystery. Listen, what, what? what it is? What it is is like I am so bored mm. at this point. Mm. I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching a shitty actor who couldn't make it in the U.S. tracking a kidnapped woman in a Lebanese military helicopter in an unusually specific repetition of a movie I've already seen, and it feels absolutely purgatorial. That's what I'm thinking. And so, of course, you don't I'm think like, this is important to do. No, like, no. look at these. Like, Does no. it say something about masculinity? I. Well, I think. Yeah, it, I, think it, I, I guess. Think but probably the same thing as all of the other ones. And so, like, the sparser bits of my notes are just like, like, Jackie N is AGP coded. I don't remember what inspired me to say that. I'm just trying to <laughs> stitch it together into some kind of an entertainment can I, product. Can I ask a question, which is what AGP Please. coded means? D- no, you can't. You can't uh, answer how one. long have you uh, got? Um, ne- 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 next question. In any case, um, she's so- not AGP coded because she's HSTS because she's making out with the professor. They're in that's it together true. and they're taking over. Um, and then like, yeah, that's what it is. She's like, she's trying to. She moves from like one one guy to the other guy. Yeah, okay, fine. Um, so three S three rocks up and he's like, "Yo, I'm a colleague of Ahmed, that guy you you killed earlier on. We work for an insurance company." Um, can we, can Hammering we... Hammering the, like, kill this guy button. Can we go down again? to the yacht? Can we just, like, can we just 
just you and me, Professor, go down to the yacht. And the professor's like, yes, the yacht where I will kill you. Um, but then they get there and 3S3's already killed the crew. And he's like, aha, it's a trap, Mr. B, which he says twice because he thinks he's really clever. Yeah. And then what we get is a, a sort of something I do appreciate, which is an old man boss fight where it's the end of the movie. We've killed all the other goons. And so the old guy whose thing is just like planning has to also be able to throw hands out of nowhere. I really like though that before they fight, the professor says, well, what have I done that's illegal? Like, I haven't committed a crime. I didn't kill that guy. I don't know anything about it. This is such a, this was a all great Jackie call from him. He's like, I'm a birthday boy. You wouldn't hurt me. Technically, mm, yeah. I've only knowingly overseen all of these crimes. Yeah, and he's also like, I have information about Spectre. I'm way more useful to you alive. And then they have a fight. Yeah. Which is kind of shit. So, okay. The fight is not good. Yeah. There's a guy, um, there's a guy named Steve. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember which guy's named Steve. He's the professor. It's, it's professor yeah, that's Steve. Mm-hmm. Professor love, Steve Dixon. I love. <laughs> I love a bad guy named Steve. Mm-hmm. It's so <laughs> my easy. dad's name. Stephen Jackie. To, yeah, <laughs> someone wants to like get into my bank Steve account. Stephen Jackie. Stephen Jackie. Stephen Jackie. Your bank that- account is A. <laughs> 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 yeah. Stephen Jackie is the swinger couple that you run into that you don't quite know what to do with, right? It's like, hey, I'm Steve. Yeah, like, this is my yeah, wife, yeah. Jackie. Uh, <laughs> like, oh, okay. So really into the like pineapple motif, right? Yeah. So mm. he has a fight. <laughs> he wins the fight. Um, and then he has to decide whether or not he's gonna kill Professor A, because he has the, like, good luck charm bullet, right? Yes. Um, with an A on it. With, with the A on it. My god. It's like, d- am, am, I, am I gonna do it or not? You know, like, uh, have- this is a real, like, moral choice, you know? Kill or spare Professor A. Um... Which does he do? Because my notes don't. Yeah, I don't remember what he does. Don't remember either. Because it's because it's such a bad movie. It doesn't register. I I think he kills the guy. He doesn't use the bullet though, because he still has it in the next scene. Oh Christ! What does he do? What did he do to that guy? I don't know. He sucks him off. I'm just watching it now. What happens to the villain of this film? No one can remember. It's oh my god! All right, it's fucking. It's scene to scene. Here, come here, come here, come here. It's scene to scene (laughs) transition again. He fucking judo throws the main bad guy onto the floor, and then it hard cuts to the next scene. Okay, we don't know. Like it just isn't. Let's 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 choose our own adventure here. What would we like to see happen? Yeah, he judo throws him so hard he dies, and now he has a keychain. Yeah. Because he doesn't show up it. again, so no. <laughs> he's <just> dead. Yeah. <laughs> so then, I love the movie. I think go, movie is so good. He goes in to rescue <laughs> it Jasmine. Hard cuts to Jasmine sat on a sofa. Yes. By the way, mm. just like no movement at all. Mm. Just like the most static scene you could possibly hard cut to. Yeah, and he rescues he rescues her from Jackie Yen. Mm. Um, and Jackie Yen is like, oh, you got me. Let me just go into my purse real quick for my makeup. Hold on, my, I need my makeup. My, my perfectly <laughs> normal makeup compact. Don't I worry about it. in my mugshot. Yeah, that's right. And then, and then there's a, a a line, almost the like last line of the movie that independently destroys both me and Abigail. Where he like he takes it off of her. He knows it's the makeup compact that kills you instantly. He doesn't like d- do anything. She's like arrested, I guess. But he takes the makeup compact and goes, What a pretty little trinket. Which, mm. uh, that one didn't destroy me at all. It didn't do anything to me. Oh, yeah, of no, course. Of course. About. No, I don't um, understand why, why it would. 
Um, oh, what he, what he does, what he does is he uses it to execute an unnamed one, a guy we've never talked about before. Is this is the most cursory clebbing I've ever seen in my fucking life. This is another one of those things they've just ticked off, which yep. is guy tries to kill you at the end That's and right. you get That's him. Right. But what happens is this guy, no, he doesn't He's just a guy. Listen, listen to me. That's... He doesn't even kill him. This right. guy, this guy is literally, I shit you not, Steve's butler. We've seen him in a couple of other scenes where Steve has like gone, hey, can you do some shit? And this guy in a fez has just gone, yeah, you got no, it, boss. Right. And then Not clear if this man is criminal. Well, he, looks he walks like, in. He looks like a fucking NPC from Hitman is all. Like, just, <laughs> not, not, one, not one of the targets. Just you, a random what he looks fucking like, NPC. What he looks like specifically is an NPC from the Morocco That's level of No right. One Lives Forever. The <laughs> deepest pull I have. Yes. But like, he's got the fez. Like, you never see a guy in a fez. Uh, and it's a, it's I want to be shame. clear here. Mm. The kill is not intentional. Mm. Because... <laughs> It's just 3S3 fucking around with the makeup compact. He just oh, closes right. it and it shoots the dart out and it kills this guy who's got a knife in the doorway and we just like look at him and he hits the ground and it cuts. We're like, who is this guy? Did the guy just die? Hold on, wait a minute. We spend longer on the death of the unnamed Pause, butler wait. than we do on the main villain of the film. He gets like judo thrown like through the floor, I guess. What a beautiful so, like, little trinket. I wonder what this does. Uh, Oh no, I killed the guy. <laughs> oh well, whatever. <laughs> and then and then we have to put it all together by putting 3S3 and Jasmine on a plane. Classic ending to, again. Another yeah, and, and back to Vienna where he's got a week off to have sex with right. her. And she's like very into it, but then he gets a telegram at the last second that's like, you gotta go be in the sequel. Agent oh, CS3 will return. It. And the last shot of this is he leans over to kiss her, and it pans up to the air hostess just sort of gently smiling at the camera, and then it cuts, <laughs> and you go... Someone made this. Like a whole learning, team of people spent quite some time making this movie. Learning that Lebanese people just love to watch other people get it on. Just really beautifully. Not, just not it. just Lebanese people. Come on. We're learning so much about foreign cultures. We've learned in that one movie that like Turks are very sexually liberated. <laughs> now <laughs> that's, now that's we've true, learned yeah. that the Lebanese enjoy cucking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> and Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is it's not the worst. It's not even the most mediocre, but it is by far the least memorable. Let me be oh. absolutely clear about this. I watched this two days ago, right? That's how little time it has taken me to, like, it's gone. It's completely gone from my memory. I know what this is. You know how we've been going through these movies and learning what each person on a film set does by their absence? So, like, we had that one film mm. where the sound editing is bad, and then we've had a film where the moment-to-moment -moment editing is bad, and where, like, the scene-to-scene -scene editing is bad. This is the one where the script writer didn't fucking turn up. This is, we've learned what writing a movie requires by watching <laughs> this unwritten nonsense. Would you believe that this was the director's first movie? I would. And I would <laughs> yeah, say no, no I would, I, yeah. I, I, that actually makes me think better of it. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's actually fine then, I guess. He did some he did a couple of like spaghetti westerns which are like remembered better than this in general. But yeah, what uh, they, they name? Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> Credited as Sergio Salima uh, as he was born. Yeah, so a noble first that's... effort. I hope on the next yeah. one you hire a scriptwriter and a DP. I'm Agent <laughs> 3S3. Oh, we're going to see 3S3 again. Oh, Passport to hell. I really hope we aren't. I, I... desperately <laughs> hope we don't. I will say this, though. The next movie we have to watch is OSS 
It's on this. Oh, thank God. It's Andre Unibel. It's not the same. It's not Cohen Matthews, but it is. He only did two. I'm so sorry. But at least we get at least we've got the like the next best thing to a Bond, French Bond. Um, what do we what do we think this movie says about masculinity? Oh, it really says a lot about society and masculinity and things of that nature. It's it's interested in the masculinity of the full beer arm yeah, wrestle. Yeah, that, that's what I keep coming mm. back to. Right? Is that is mm. that is the most interesting scene in the movie? Um, and yeah, by far easily and, and not. I don't. What I think is interesting about it is that it's not trying to be anything. It's just so clearly a sublimation of the I don't know latent desires of the people making the movie. Like that they they were like, oh yeah, this will be interesting. Let's communicate what it looks like to be a guy trying to dominate in a space that is like controlled by other guys for the sake of pursuit of women. Um, Mm. But. Not in a way that has any resemblance to what that actually looks like in reality. And mm. so you end up with this very homoerotic, you know, gay coded scene uh, yeah. where the women are incidental to the scene itself, which I mean, if you wanted to extend that further, you could, you know, you could go on for a while about that. I don't know if that is tr- again, it's it does it say a yeah. lot about society. No, not really. But it is kind of interesting, I think. Yeah, I mean the women, the women in this are like completely perfunctory. Yeah, mm. you know, they're, they're, they're like window dressing, and th- I think there is a distinction to the way in which women are used as window dressing in this movie, as opposed to a lot of other movies yeah. we've seen, including Bond movies. Where, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Where like it's it's trying to do the thing of like, um, you know, check out these beautiful women in bikinis. You know, please stay interested in our movie. Please continue to watch the movie, mm-hmm. but it's. Because the scriptwriter didn't show up, it's not doing anything. It's just kind of like wasted effort. It's like a flywheel that's not connected to anything. Also, Weirdly, at the so same time, some of the female characters like have a bit more agency than they do even in modern Bond films. Yeah, like I've true. certainly seen more offensive portrayals of female characters than Jasmine and Jackie. Yeah, and I think that uh, visually, in terms of the camera angles and stuff like that. You don't like you get an attempt at replicating the male gaze with some of these shots of the women, but it doesn't feel like the heart is in it in the same way as when you get the shots of the dudes fighting, right? Like yeah, well, in terms when, of the raw when, sensuality when you, of it. Yeah. <sighs> to to have a male gaze, you have to have a gaze. And this is just like it, it's it's sort of barely that. You get a bit of it know? when those dudes are fighting though. Like they, that that feels somewhat sensual and I that that's just that's interesting to me. Well, maybe what this film says about masculinity is that it's actually not really done for the sake of women or even in pursuit of women, but it's a kind of homosocial thing that men Ooh. do to each other. Yeah, it's it's just like this mediocre spy movie that they cut in the fight scene from like women in love into the I middle of. It's like, I I, are you I, telling me that you invent? <laughs> these, no, yeah, just just sit down, close the door. But like, I, I've been meaning to talk to you a bit about these uh, these strange rituals Ooh. that you've been inventing. You've been inventing rituals to, to touch <laughs> other men. These elaborate rituals. Yeah, can we can we talk about the elaborate rituals? Um, they yeah. never want to talk about the elaborate it's rituals. No, no. Um, I mean, we don't have to we don't have to speculate about what this movie no. says about masculinity because we have a science based system. It's mm-hmm. called the SCUM system. It stands for SMAM, cultural insensitivity, Ooh. unprovoked violence, and misogyny. Good. So on a scale from zero to seven, how smarmy is Agent 3S3 passport to hell? 
That's a great sort of, question. It's so, it's yeah. sort of defies I don't the know question, if I can score it on that axis, honestly. Like it, it does I, I try think it, it, to be. It tries to be, but it's like it, it's like someone with like a like a recently chloroformed person trying like you have a pretty little face and a cute butt. And like you're like, so pretty and smarmy. unmuscular is like Yeah, it's it's smarmy. He sounds like Zap Brannigan, mm. but at the same time like it, it just kind of doesn't last. Yeah, less less smarmy, more concussed, maybe. Uh, do, do, do you give a Nobel Prize for attempted chemistry? Like, does attempted smarm get us? I think any it. I think it does. Here? We think like, we've had this discussion before. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Give it like a four. Maybe like a four like, with an asterisk by it. Yeah, a, a four, but a weird four. Yeah. Like the four is in a strange sure. font on, sure. the, on the table. Um, yeah, actually, that's okay. Yeah, it italicizes <laughs> it. Yeah, cultural insensitivity. I could mean, have been worse. It's not as it bad as you would think. Worse. It's pretty fine. Like the only thing that would would give me some trouble here would be the the belly dancing. Right. Yeah, yeah. and that's like even it's, that's... it's like stuff that there is in Beirut, but there is also shown to be lots of other stuff yeah. in Beirut. There are characters of colour with like names and agency, yeah. and there are, yeah. there are like a variety of characters of colour. Well, Beirut's mm -hmm. a real city in this, like, the, mm -hmm. you know. It's it, almost it, like a character. Oh, it, it is like that! It really is like that! <laughs> this relationship uh, with Ahmed isn't, is, is better than, like, fucking that guy's relationship with Mr. Sonsak. It's true. I, I, I think this might be really low, actually. I, I, I'm struggling to think what we would give it a cultural insensitivity point for. What would we, like, ding this on? I don't want to let that slide. Did you just dab? I sneezed into my elbow. Yeah, no, but you, you did a dab, a sneeze dab. <laughs> no, but you, you threw the, the sneeze, other the arm out. It was so yeah, fast, was. too. I was so impressed. It was like, I may I have done that by habit. That, that was... <laughs> Fastest dabber in the West. That's what they're calling Abigail Thorne. <laughs> she just been said in so many stories. Like, huh? Sorry. That is true. Like I just that said one to time, sneeze actually. into my elbow. A reflexive no, dabber. No, I, I respect they it so much. They teach you that in medical school. Of you course, dab when you yeah. sneeze. Um, <laughs> what? what would. Yeah. Like, where's, I mean, where's that one even coming from? Just like, latent, latent orientalism. 60s. Yeah, I mean yeah. Jackie Yen. She does kind of wear a chum. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere. We got. I mean, we got to. We got to dock dock at a point for Jackie Yen, right? The, the the belly dancer. Yeah, she's she's like duplicitous. Tropes I guess of one, the duplicitous hypersexed hypersexed Asian woman, right? That's that's it's a low mm. one. It's it's one of those things where like putting it at zero feels inaccurate, but putting it at one also feels mm -hmm. a little inaccurate. But we're not. Yeah. We're fucking with integers only. So right. one. we're not in the business of being fair as well. to these movies. No. Yeah, italicize all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Unprovoked violence. Oh, I mean, six uncle shops a woman in the face. Yeah, yeah. opens the door. <laughs> okay, that's a seven just for that scene alone, right? It's gotta be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, I, it's 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 gotta be up there. He he like deliberately has his his own boys shoot one of the other henchmen. Um, yeah, uh, he does something to a number of men off screen that leaves them in the armchair. Like, question mark. We don't know what he did he to Mona. Yeah. To the boss. What is he, the what movie? does he do? He's, we don't know what he did to Mr. We don't know what he did to the antagonist. Maybe it's like it's too terrible to show. Yeah, they like, just cut that. They were like, we can't put this yeah, on. This is too fucked up. Holy shit. Five, I think. Okay, five. Yeah. I think to, to 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 like uncle chop a woman in the face as soon as she opens the door gets you. It's pretty unprovoked. Yeah, that, that, was, yeah. that, yeah. that was intense. Also, he no. kills that unarmed butler. He oh, does he kill the other. Guy. That's gotta that take it up to a six, right? Like because these are. <laughs> I, think, I think it might do. Not only yeah. are these unprovoked, they're unnecessary. 
Ryan. Well, yes. but, but, but he kills the unarmed butler <laughs> unintentionally. Well, he shouldn't have done that. He doesn't feel bad about it. <laughs> he doesn't at all. No. <laughs> All right, yeah, no, fine. he doesn't. Fine, six. 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 Uh, six round prop. Fine. Uh, misogyny. Pretty high. It's, There's a yeah, lot of women pretty, who are props in this film. It's pretty high, but it, it, it's weirdly, it's high without a lot of like personal animus in it. Like I don't hate this movie for it because there's nothing to hate. It's just thoughtless. Right. It's just kind of, yeah. If we give it a six and take one back because there are some female characters with agency... I, I would say a five for this. Five? Uh, certainly, yeah. Cool. In that case, that gives us a total score of 16, which is pretty run-of-the-mill. It's like a, a like a Craig Bond. Huh. Oh, sure, yeah. You That's know? nicer than this deserves. I'll be clear. This is not a movie you should watch. No, but, no, no. <laughs> but barely a movie at all. Well, that's the barely a movie you can watch. <laughs> it, I, Just watch the can, bar you can, scene. Yeah. You can find the bar scene on YouTube, and I highly recommend yeah. that you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we can make the episode art the guy getting beer poured on his head. Uh, very, <laughs> yeah. very sensual. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, that's, that's Agent 3S3. Passport to hell. Um, God, I, I, really, I really hope that we stop. Uh, what's the next? <laughs> what's the next? Let me open up the the document here and this see one will it's next. it's OSS one hundred seven uh, mission for a ah, killer. Yes, this episode yes. will have come out after Abby's bonus pick, which means the next one will be mine. Um, ah. And I haven't decided what that is yet. So, no, because it, it won't be until until like be the second week of now. December. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh shit, that's coming into like Christmas specials type so territory. What is the? So we have the Christmas special booked after. That. What is the date so, then that it'll be releasing? Course. This will be this will be released December sixth. Uh, right. Well. So Josh, where can the people uh, find you? Sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. It's a question for me. Um. Uh. I was I was so scared. I was I was alarmed. Sorry. Uh. You, you snuck up on me there, just like Agent Three S Three, and I didn't know what to do. Um. Yeah. So I uh am uh, available uh on the internet. You can find me at Bosch J on Twitter. Uh. I co-host a podcast called The Worst of All Possible Worlds, and in this podcast, we do case studies in the pop culture of a dying empire, and uh, a couple of the case studies have included one illustrious Alice Caldwell Kelly, the co-host of I've This been on Exact a Show. Of times, yeah, oh. it's it's been a it's been a delight. It's been a pleasure. I highly mm. recommend Worst of All Possible Worlds. I, I think you should you should. Oh, you should listen. You should subscribe to their Patreon. Subscribe to our yes, Patreon. Yes, yes. Uh, mm, uh, it's a we, good we long, one long form one. I've used it a lot of times when I'm in the studio and I need something. Oh, yeah. It'll take me like a while. And uh, yeah, sort of like, so I would say yeah. specifically, if you are interested in spy stuff, which you probably are, given that you are listening to this show, uh, we do have an episode of our subseries called Wits Endless Summer, in which we recap a few really, really terrible episodes of a Christian children's radio drama where they tried to do like a James Bond thing. Um, so that episode is called You Only Whit Twice. It is episode 106. Nice. Uh, I would recommend checking that <laughs> out uh, because if you want to hear what it sounds like when an insane evangelical American man tries to write a Bond movie in radio play format, who boy, it's a doozy. Outstanding. I do well, want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll be checking that out when we're done yeah. here, to be honest with you. Josh, thanks so much for coming on. Thank uh, you for having thank me. Thank you to the listener. Uh, and we will see you yeah. next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Has been directly or indirectly responsible for a series of atrocious crimes and has become a most dangerous menace to the security of half the world. 
thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. Uh, next week on the free feed, it's the winner of our 5 million downloads viewer invitational where you get to choose what the episode of Kill James Bond's about. And you beautiful people have chosen Master and Commander. Um, that would usually be going in a bonus episode slot, but since this is a special reward to all of our fans, um, all of our fans, not just the ones who give us money directly, uh, but give us money indirectly by making the podcast more popular. Um, so that's going out on the free feed. And then after that, also on the free feed, Die Hard 2 Christmas Special. Then, also on the free feed, Goldfinger with no notes. Uh, don't give us money this month is basically what I'm saying. Um, because a special episode for the fans is always going to go out on the free feed. Righto. Um, well, anyway, speaking of those people who have chosen to give us some money, cheers for that, by the way. Our £15 and above patrons are Space Northport, Lobion's Daughter, Candy Fox, Freya Aloysius, Gustavo, Lyra, Jack Holmes, Mike Berg, Hannah Oberhart, Nick Boris, Power Dad, Nato Mori, Jason Haga, George Rohart, Kentucky Fright, Commie, Drone Lover, Yarek. Melody Moro Gonzalez. Why is my Patreon all in German? Uh, Labor Delenda Est Callan Bernie. I don't know, man. You should figure that out. Jay Martindale. Trip Library Hitman. Max Game and Heart. Jonathan Gert. Mothman. Beef Crime. Jack Drummond. Kit Divine Top. O. Steve Widdishins. Maeth. Victoria Roth. Liar. Rosie Can't Fail. Helps and Horses and Men. Claire. Forrest L. Norvell. The Project Project. Lenina. Emerus, Cosm- uh, Commissar Ozymandias, Just the Worst, Hell, A Trans Robot, Joyous Uwu, Zan Hutchin, Lexibomb, Violet Cybra, Isopod Gal, Annie Ruby, Katie Probst, Rod Sukar, Bronan, Clarification, Noblesse Oblahai, John2089, Connors, Cool Big Sisters, Sergeant Jack Rum, Seng Shen, Liz and Ash in Florida, Alex, Corvid Cultist, Wolscott, Quinn Valeri, Grendel Growls, Al Irwing, Wolfie, Philippa Smith, Christmas Flavored. Interesting. Uh, Finn Ross, Robert Greensmith, Lactrover Cyberpuppy, Abigail, Loz Pycock, Mega Combi, Emily Queen of Sloths, Turths Eat Shit and Die Alone, uh, Josh Simmons, Zoe Shepard, Vey, Talkative Tiger, and Lauren Bastin. Thank you for supporting us um, and helping make this show possible. Kill James Bond is Alice, Abigail, and Devon. Our producers are the wonderful Nate Bethay and the stunning Mr. Tom O'Mahony. Our website is by Tom Allen, our art is by Maddie Lubchansky, and I am a sleepy little fella, and I'll see you later. Wow. <laughs>